It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Catherine, I've got great news for you. You do? We have a very, very special guest on this episode. Who is that? You. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) I assume that's where you were going. I mean, who else in this room would be special? Good point, good point. No, it's been a while. I'm happy that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. What happened? (laughs) So much. I mean, I think that's what we're going to talk about. Why did you leave me? Um, (laughs) And maybe I don't want to know. I didn't leave you. I'm here. Yeah, let's let's hit the the plugs. Of course, we want you to most especially subscribe to YouTube now that we're over 700 subscribers. So exciting. We still have a long way to go to get to 1,000. Yep. Um, But my friend Jeff Detrow, Hall of Fame Radio DJ was here, and he said, uh, a thousand by Christmas, Frank, a thousand by Christmas. Uh, that's not even I, right. I, I can't even, even do what his, that means. Yeah. He thinks that we can set a goal of a thousand YouTube subscribers before Christmas. I mean, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. So if, we can, if you can help us get to that. Now, I realize you're watching it or listening to it online. You've probably already subscribed. So that means we need help sharing it and... Um, Getting Telling people, your yeah, getting the people who are not logged in to YouTube and are watching to go ahead and log in and subscribe and smash that button for notifications. Absolutely. Um, you can listen on any of the audio podcast apps, like our friend Bean does, or I do occasionally when I'm in the car, just to make sure it still sounds okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, we're on all the things. Um, you know, Apple. Google, Audible, Spotify, pick a thing. Yeah. And our merch store is uh, lovingly curated at frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. And obviously the towel folding fairy has been here yet again. Um, or the towel elf. I don't know. Is it, which just sounds better, a towel elf or a towel? Well, you know why I like it folded like this? The towel, the towel, towel elf is really good because this looks like it could say Frady. Oh, it could. (laughs) And we can pretend that it does. That's fantastic. Uh, Avi McCullough, who I didn't, she did this to me on the show, mm-hmm. live on the show, and I'm, it didn't occur to me until I watched the episode. She says, oh, and you can notice, and she's peeling it back, that the color goes all the way through. It's not just printed on the top of the... Oh, that's nice. It goes all the way down to the bottom, and yeah. it's very uh, high quality, and this is... Re- and then I remembered, after I'm watching the show, that her previous career was selling stuff on TV. Right. She worked at Jewelry Television, right. and of course we mentioned Shop NBC, where she's talking about these Her huge watches. exoskeleton mm-hmm. men's watches mm-hmm. that, and she had to set up another Facebook account just for her um, Shop NBC persona, and I occasionally clicked over there to tag her in a thing or whatever, sure. and just to see the comments from the creepy watch fans. You know? It was like, I couldn't take it. It's not, it's not a bad idea to have, like, your professional life a little separated. So, you know, people don't show up at your office and, uh, what, you know. Would that happen to you, Catherine? I mean, it's it, happened to me so many times in the course of my life that at least if I had a dollar for every time it happened, <laughs> I'd have at least ten. Oh, <laughs> Well, I'm aware of So, yeah, you're in a situation where, um, well, now, actually, this is great because you're in charge of two opera companies and you also um, have been freelancing, you know, in um, South Carolina and in Florida and all these places. So, over the course of the past few months, there's at least four different opera companies. That's right. So, you could tell the story and we'll never know which one it is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. So, someone shows up to yell at you? Someone, uh, yes. Uh, an older man who was angry. <laughs> it wasn't at me. me. I'm older man. I'm not, I sometimes get angry, but <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> who was quite displeased with me, showed up at the office to tell me that they were going to send me a, a mean email 
but chose not to. Instead, they came to my office to tell me that they were going to send something mean because they were still angry. Okay, this is so weird <laughs> on so many levels because you're like I just mentioned the, the weirdos posting on Facebook often anonymously, or the yeah. the comment section is always the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, of people who um, like I got an anonymous comment about the old Titanic video saying it's inappropriate to laugh during this video. <laughs> Why is it inappropriate? Because <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> because okay. the Titanic is a shrine to the dead. This is a copycat uh, museum in Pigeon Forge. I'm not at the actual Titanic. Right, laughing. You know, yeah. They have stuffed bears that they sell that say with, with a captain's hat. Right. You know, they have, it's a, yeah, yeah it's, it's a tourist trap. You're allowed to laugh. <laughs> but they didn't use their real name or anything like that. They were just being critical and that's what I'm accustomed to, you know. Um, when I had a blog all my life, it's, I've gotten accustomed to rude, in, um, insensitive, but anonymous, anonymous comments. Yeah. yeah, especially when I first started on Scholars Bowl, man. They, I had people posting about just the meanest things. Really ripping you apart, huh? Yeah, yeah. Why, you know, why are people like that? Um, I do they think they're helping? I don't know. But here's mm. the here's the situation. Where the, you don't usually you avoid any kind of direct interaction. It's right. not even if it's uh, you avoid an email with someone the name of the person, or you certainly right. would avoid face to face contact. So a guy shows up and says, "I wrote you a strongly worded letter, <laughs> and I want you to know that I'm mad at you." That's and like, then, yeah, I mean, that takes that takes a little bit of spine, a little bit of nerve to do that. I don't think that this person was prepared though, then to have a conversation with me. Which like, if you're going to show up and say some things to me, then be prepared. <laughs> Hey, that's super weird to, uh, to write an angry email, yeah. not send it, yeah. hop in the car and drive over to the <laughs> opera theater, opera place. That's weird. It's weird, right? Yeah. Well, it's not the first time. I mean, angry men show up at my work for years. I mean, off and on. You know, Why? For one reason or another. Uh, come on. You know. you're, you're exaggerating. I'm really not. Yeah. <laughs> You said ten times, so people at least ten, yeah. All right, well, in well, maybe, the arts, maybe fewer, maybe that's an exaggeration. People are passionate about the arts. Well, sometimes it's not people who are in the arts, but people who just, you know, were what? upset with me. Oh, for personally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good, you know. Well, I guess what I'm thinking is, you know, in in radio is, is a as far on the scale of arts, it's it's technically still on there. Yeah. Uh, we always used to say that it's the next to last rung of the show business ladder, one above circus roustabout. <laughs> but, um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still on the rung. And uh, and no offense to circus roustabouts, because probably we should reorder that. They probably have, have surpassed radio now. But, um, you know, people would show up at the radio station and and be mean or be angry about something because they take it passionately if you change the format of their favorite station or sure. you say something on the air that irritates them. Or, or you knows. run out of programs, you know. That's like, what it was. Okay. How dare you? How dare you run out of programs? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Catherine. That's terrible. So what happened? The guy shows up and then you, you calm him down or? No, they um, changed the subject rapidly. Like they didn't really want to have a conversation. They just wanted to tell me. That they were mad at That you. they were mad. And then they changed but the conversation. Tell, wouldn't tell you what was in the email. No, 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 no. <laughs> Started talking about like the rest of their day and what they were going to be doing and asking me if I needed help with things. And I'm like, no, I really, I really don't. But like, let's go back to this point yeah. that you made that you're like really upset. And, uh, he was like, well, I didn't send it. I'm like... <laughs> you may as well have. Right. At this point. 
when you decide not to send an angry email, which That's is when it should be done, which is almost always the right choice. Not sending the angry email is almost always the right choice. You know, even if you're still mad, you can reread the email the next day. Yeah, think about it and maybe rephrase it. Rephrase it, but not、yeah. sending it is a smart move. Getting in your car and driving over to tell the person. That you wrote them an angry email doesn't make any sense. It does. It really doesn't. But you know, good times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this person, you know, to, fortunately to me is not a scary person. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I've had much more <laughs> intense situations <laughs> that were scary. So sure, you know, sure. You know. Well, so you've been. Tra- we mentioned there's been four different opera events at least that I can think of. Yeah,、um, you went to Florida. We talked about that because you came back came from back Florida and did the Copper Queen, which was wonderful. We talked、Thank、about、you. that a bit, did we? I think so. Yeah. Well,、um, it was a mar- marvelous show, and、uh, if you can still watch the online version of it at Marvel City Opera, you should.、Uh, was what did、uh, Alan Sherrod, the reviewer, say? Operatic gold,、I、which mean, is pretty good. It's pretty great. Than, better than silver. Better than bronze. <laughs> yeah, so that's fantastic.、Gold. Or better than copper. Yes, and I feel like、uh, I've already made that joke, so therefore we must have already talked about it. <laughs> Are you having deja vu?、Uh, I'm having question view. Did we? <laughs> I have to look up in the notes to see because I've had this this parade of guest hosts. I know, and so I want to get back to that. We'll get to that in a, a little bit. But you,、uh, Topper Queen in Knoxville, and then、mm-hmm. it was like, and out the door you went. Out the door, I went to Baton Rouge、um, for your new real job. Yeah, your day job. <laughs> your, That's right. Your actual salary job. My salary position. <laughs> Thank you. I know, I know the feeling <laughs> of not having one, and it, but being so busy, and everyone's like, "Oh,、uh, well, can you make a donation to this? Can you、uh, spend time doing this?" Like, like I literally don't make any money, but、yeah. thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the gig economy. How can I? How can I volunteer for anything anymore? Yeah. Well, actually, I jumped right into the production of Tales of Hoffman, which was in was、uh, Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, the red stick.、Um, And so that was a lot of fun. I knew a lot of the people in the cast already. A lot of the singers I'd worked with before. Opera's、um, a smaller community, right? It is. It's, you know,、uh, inbred like radio, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Totally,、mm-hmm. totally inbred. But it was a lot of fun.、Um, the- I don't mean that literally. You know I, mean?、like、I know everybody works with everybody who worked with somebody. You know, yeah. It's, it's there's the- always a connection, right?、Uh, and, and that's fun and for any- people like us who like to connect. Exactly. At any、yeah. radio station, you can find somebody else in the building who worked with somebody that you、right. knew, and then but you didn't realize it until you start talking. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun, and the、um, conductor who I have worked with a lot from New Orleans Opera, Robert Lyle, came to the production and was very、oh, supportive, good, and good. so it was a lot of fun. So New Orleans has its own opera, yes. And so does Baton Rouge. That's right. We're the capital city's opera company. Because、um, I'm, my friend Bean is、uh, moving to、um, New Orleans, and I've been there a few times for.、Uh, Morning show DJ conventions. I、nice. have to tell you the story one time of going out drinking with Billy Bush. I don't know if it's, I'm ready for it right now, but it's a good story. Okay. Because、um, he was a radio DJ before he was on TV. Okay. And it was a DJ convention. Nice. But、uh, I want to. I've never taken my wife to New Orleans.、Mm. I've only gone in August for this morning show DJ convention. Okay. Which is how I know Jeff Detrow. Right. He was the big star at one of these conventions,、um, and Jerry wants to go to New Orleans and see some of the fancy food, and you know we want to. When Bean lived there before, yeah. Every time Bean lived there before, we never connected because he would go on vacation at the same time that Jerry was on vacation from school. Okay, I see. So、yeah. it never worked out. So this year we're going to make a concerted effort to、uh, line those up, and, and hopefully you can come while I'm also in Baton Rouge because it's just an hour away. Yeah, I think we have to drive through Baton Rouge to get to New Orleans. We have to stop by first. That's what it looks like on the air.、Yeah. Right. So we'll try to coordinate all of those things.、Yeah. So、uh, Tales of Hoffman. 
Baton Rouge went Baton Rouge. fine. Yeah, it went really well. I mean, it was a, the opening night was a crazy day. I had an interview that morning at like 8.30 oh, in the morning. On TV? On television, Good yes. thing you've got experience. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here I have. I've been in town for a week and a half, and I'm about to be on television. I don't even think I've been there a week and a half. The new general director. Five, right? five yeah. days. Get on television. I'm like, yes. That's a good get for yeah. them to get the That's new great. general director of Opera Louisiane. Yeah, it was on. Yeah, it was good. Is that the name of a tea, an iced tea, Louisiane? I have no idea. I think it is. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll have to maybe, look that up. All right, I'll, I'll look it up. You right. keep talking. Okay. So <laughs> opening night, 8.30 a.m., interview on television, live. And then I met James, who had come with me to help me move, and dropped off a car where he was dropping up, where we were picking up the U-Haul, got the U-Haul, took it back to the hotel, unloaded all of our stuff at the hotel, took it over to the apartment complex. So you've got, you're renting an apartment in Baton Rouge because you're going to be there that long. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So we moved into the apartment in Baton Rouge and it was just the two of us unloading this this truck. Um, We were waiting on furniture and things like that to come later that day. So we're supposed to have drinks. Are you moving stuff from Knoxville down there? Yeah. Some things from Knoxville, like at least my clothes and, you know. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. I have two wardrobes now. This is the Knoxville wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the Baton Rouge wardrobe can be a little airier and a little more... That's right, because it's really hot and humid there. Humidity-based, yes. Exactly. Yes, I see. Like the summer clothes can mainly stay down there. Right, exactly. So, and all my shoes. Like, I've discovered I have way more shoes than I need. You are a... I mean... I mean... Uh, you know, you've got a thing with shoes. I'm, I, I was thinking this the other night, um, and I, I know people who are obsessed with feet. I happen not to be. That's good, because that's weird. It is weird. But, yes. but I, I joked with you about the time we interviewed on TV, on PBS, how they framed the shot in such a fashion that your, your, dang, your foot, foot little action was in the shot. And I thought, well, that seems like a too wide of a shot. A shot, right. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that again. <laughs> Maybe a little distracting <laughs> to see this My fancy, <laughs> fancy pump, you know? Well, uh, at the, we had a meeting, of a Marble City Opera board meeting the other night, and I'm, saying, I'm looking, oh, there's the foot. Don't look at the foot. Don't, <laughs> was it doing it again? Don't look at the foot. <laughs> Actually, it's I was wearing nice shoes that night. Yeah. I, you know, again, yeah, I wasn't. They were cute. They were, were they? Yeah, they All were. Right. Um, <laughs> but, they were cute shoes. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. It's like when your wife says, hey, did you notice what I was wearing last night? And you're like, like, yes, of course I noticed. You were dressed. You looked fabulous. Yeah. That is the, always the answer. This happened to me when we got home um, from the uh, screening of um, uh, the Tosca screening. Okay. And my wife says to me, do you remember what I tried on earlier? I said, what you're wearing? Yeah. She said, I said not what I'm wearing. The other outfit that I tried on and didn't wear. And I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, no. She's like, because the question is, she says, I'm thinking of wearing that to work tomorrow. Because did it look okay? I'm like, oh. Yes. And then yes. I thought about it, but I came up with it. I pulled it out. Okay. I said, "Oh, you mean I know? You mean the one with kind of the the claw stripes nice. that's black and white?" Yeah. And she said, "Yeah, that one." I said, "Yes." <laughs> Perfect. Good for you. And it was very happy. So that's yeah. kind of the thing. Where here you're like you're asking me, "What shoes was I wearing on Monday night?" I'm like, "I." Uh, you have no idea. It's, um, let me think about it. But my foot was dancing, and you're going to tell me that it was a tell. It's a tell. I think if you play if you play poker, yeah, um, you be careful because uh, considering what was happening in the meeting, you know, where right. sometimes sure. uh, 
people are talking, you know, about stuff they don't know about. Um, and that's when the foot's going. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that means when I was in the interview with you. Well, we didn't, I mean, you got to trace it back to our personal history, you know, because at that point, I, you were doing me a favor. I needed to, let me back up to this, which I've talked about this up close show many times, but it also, it also has to do with your husband, because I remember you telling me or him telling me um, that he thought I was a good interviewer. You are. And I had that in my head when they asked me to, if I could do this show. Hey, can you do a half hour interview show on television? And it's a little scary mm. to think about it, but I had this confidence of your husband James telling me, you're a good interviewer. So I'm like, I just said, I had that. And I thought, well, James thinks I'm a good interviewer. So I must be. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm glad. I glad. So it helped me give me a little extra boost of confidence to, to take it. I, w- I probably would have taken it no matter what because I'm a camera hog. But um, ha- help me go for it. But then I'm desperate for guests. Sure. It's a, it's a, it's a rush job. They're like, you've got five days to find your first guest. Get someone you're comfortable with and you, whom you've interviewed before. And I picked you. And it was kind of a test also. To, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like a camera test in, in some ways. Yeah. Like, to see, like, is this going to work? So you show. definitely want to work with people that you feel exactly. comfortable if, with. Exactly. Yeah. If, if it had gone south, they would have replaced me the right. next week with some other host. Right. So thank, So anyway, so that whole situation is you and I hadn't done the podcast together. We hadn't done the Tosca oh. bit together. We hadn't done any of the things together. Except some radio interviews that you forgot about. They're in my Facebook memories, so they must be there. And I've listened to them. They're, they're I've listened really to good. it, too. I've yeah. found it. It was good. <laughs> <sighs> I'll never let I you a, forget. I did a lot of radio interviews. <laughs> well, I remember that I'd interviewed you a lot. So anyway, so but that but you think about it, that situation. Here you are, first guest of the semester, student crew. Everything's a little odd. Yeah. And we're in these uncomfortable high chairs. Those were really... Slow. Which they've since replaced. Okay, um, for the next season, we've, we're down lower, and we've got a table so I can nice. hide, hide behind it like this. Oh, that's much better. They told me that my hands are too... The Did, table's too small, because no even if I go like this, my hands are still in the, the shot of the other person. So I have to, like... <laughs> so you're like, hi, welcome. To- <laughs> <laughs> so i got to work on that. Yeah. Well, the point, though, is that... Um, you know, now I would, that has changed. So that was the tell back then. Now, if you skip ahead to um, a year and a half later, I consider you one of my closest friends. I don't have very many close, close friends. And certainly, I mean, you, we've hung out together more yeah. in the past year and just long conversations in the car. And I've told you things that probably really weren't that interesting. I was not your business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope to tell you all things that aren't interesting and none of your business. So. <laughs> it's the purpose of our phone calls in the car. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, I mean, do, yeah. like in a situation that happened um, in the recent past, some, um, you were aggravated or upset about something, and you looked at me, and I'm like, oh, she needs a hug. <laughs> I know, and we have this no hugging rule. Well, it's you not, were there for me when I needed a hug. Well, uh, it's not an unpleasant experience, I'd like to point out. I mean, I'd, I'll hug you every day if you want. I mean, I don't smell. So. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I was trying to be professional. If we're doing a show together, working together, I'm, yeah. try, I'm actually... It's not that I don't want to hug. It's like I'm thinking, well... Yeah, we're professional I, in this it's situation. Not, yeah, yeah, it's got to be yeah. judicious. It's yeah. not just, you don't want to be loose with your hugs. Right, exactly. You know? and, yeah. But that situation was not uh, being loose with the hug. It was a, a, 
a needed a needed moment. a needed hug. Yeah. yeah. No, I really appreciated you that day. <laughs> I was explaining Uncle Frank. to people. Yeah. yeah, Uncle Frank was explaining things to people <laughs> that needed to be explained to. <laughs> and it's not don't it's not mansplaining because I was no, no, I was no. or unless you, I was mansplaining to a man. Yeah. Like, no. well, dude, what don't you understand about women? <laughs> what don't you understand? About not just women, but about human interaction and dynamics. Yeah. What are you missing from this from this situation? This discussion, this, yeah. this you know business discussion, that just was getting personal, and it shouldn't have gotten personal. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I really appreciated you. <laughs> as soon as I felt understood, I was like, oh, I feel better now. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Sometimes you just need someone because I, I felt like in that situation that mm-hmm. people didn't. We're kind of saying to me, oh, why are you upset? There's no reason to be. No, it was and, clear. And for you to say, like, no, there's a clear reason. Yeah. It just automatically, I was like, thank you. I feel better. Yeah, and a clear reason <laughs> for you to be upset yeah. professionally. Right. Yeah, it wasn't then, like they just told you, you know, your... Your hair looks goofy. Yeah, it was not a... Not a it was a... It was a that's, yeah, so I don't yeah. know, without getting yeah. into the details of it, mm-hmm. it was it felt right to... Yeah. Explain. Uh, oh, by the way, I looked it up. Uh, Louisiana iced tea. It's spelled with a Z, oh, so it's not the same. Terrible. Um, Do they get a lot of dead people down in uh, in Baton Rouge? A lot of dead people. I don't know because I feel like um, Doctor Bass would uh, have a fun time. He would have a fun uh, time examining like the dead. Um, and like for example, he does in Knoxville. They're starting to open up body farms in other parts of the world. That's cool. Um, and you can learn more about that when you go to bonezones.com. Don't forget the S and order maybe um, like Death's Acre, which is the original hmm. uh, nonfiction book about. Uh, Dr. Bass and the start of the body farm. There's also Beyond the Body Farm, and when you get them, you you order them. They, they'll be autographed. Like here, yeah, see this is Dr. Bill Bass Dr. on it. Bass on the back too. Yeah, and when you have yeah. it, and what he'll do is so he, he signed this stack of books. But then, if you want it personalized, he goes in and he signs your name. You know, to so and so. You can get it either way, with or without the personalization. That's great. And I think I've showed you. Did I show you the skulls? The the souvenir skulls already? Oh no. Because those are in these boxes. One is silver and one is gold. And Don't they have also just like a... A resin skull that looks yeah, real? Look, that's the one I Yeah. Want. So these are like just paperweights, but they're fun. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and he signs across the uh, superorbital ridge, assuming it's a male skull. Um, yeah, see? Silver and gold. Silver <laughs> and gold. <laughs> but they're nice and heavy. They so. are nice and heavy. Yeah. So those are uh, those are fun little souvenirs you can get from BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. When you uh, contact them, um, you actually order personally. You can call and talk to Susan, and she'll work make sure you get your order just right, or do it via email, and then they'll arrange a pickup or a shipment to you. They generally ship out to wherever you are, but That's you're great. dealing with them directly. It's not, you know, yeah, sure, they, you could do it all. There's other ways to do it in this day and age, but they still use the personal touch because they want to make sure that everything is signed just the right way. The whole key is the autographed merchandise. And I think, you know, I haven't been told what day the tickets are going on sale for Dr. Bass's birthday bash on Monday, August 29th. But mm, those will be sold up. through Cherokee Caverns. So I found out if you type in, like, Cherokee Caverns website, um, there's, it'll either go to historiccherokeecaverns.com, I think it's the official one, but there's multiple ways to get there. So you can just Google that, or I can put, I'll certainly will put the link in the comments for today's episode. And Bone Zones has all that link all the time. But they sell the tickets through Cherokee Caverns. They'll sell out probably in three days, 100 tickets. I mean, they might sell That's it amazing. in one day, you know. Yeah. But um, usually takes about, based on past experience, it takes about three to four days to sell the thing out. 
Do you know when the tickets are going live? That's what I don't know because they usually wait until like two weeks before. Okay. So that would be twenty nine. The fifteenth, Monday, fifteenth. So that makes sense. Actually, so. you know what? I should check and see what day this episode is going to post. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep an eye out for More, those tickets. Uh, this episode's posting on the eleventh. Perfect. So we, oh, we are right there. We're happy, right there. Um, happy birthday, my sister. Uh, my, if today's August eleventh, then it's my sister's birthday. So Catherine or the other one? Alicia. Alicia. Okay. Yeah, Catherine's birthday is in July. All right. Sorry. All right. Anyway, BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Before you take this away, is oh. this? Where he's signed it here, is this where the frontal lobe would be? Well, the frontal lobe is in the brain. In the so, brain. yeah, it's under here. Under here. So, each of these plates has a, uh, a name. I mean, I, I should know them all off the top of my head. I, mm. I don't, the, when I know skulls, I think about what's called the supraorbital ridge, which means the, the ridge a man's skull has right, right above the eyes that a woman's skull doesn't. Right. So that when you are out, a criminologist and you see a dead skull, you pick it up and you look at it, and there's two things you immediately look for is the front here and the bump on the back. And that's how you know. And that tells you that you're looking for someone who was born male, and that's an important clue. Sure. It that's helps, great. You know, it helps you find people, right? That's great. So in the hips, the other sec- you look at hips second. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, I'm asking because I was looking up information on um, people who have deja vu too frequently. Oh, yeah? And apparently it can, it can be a sign of an issue in the like frontal lobe. What's with you in the deja vu? <laughs> I keep having these situations, and James told me the other day after I told him again of a situation, he was like, you keep having deja vu. You might need to go get that checked out. So what's with you in the deja vu? I feel like we've had this conversation. <laughs> That's, that's one of my favorite Monty Python sketches, the deja vu sketch. Yeah. You ever seen that one? I don't. I don't it's remember. like they're going, sketches going along, <laughs> and then it, and then it's out of random. It cuts to John Cleese sitting at a desk saying, "Deja vu, that strange feeling you've experienced all of this before." And then it cuts back to like a slightly different version of the same previous sketch, and then John Cleese comes in. <laughs> We're talking about deja vu. That strange feeling. I love it. And it happens like throughout the whole episode, just constantly oh these deja vu jokes. I love it. I love it. So you, but you really think you've got it? I've had it several times. So at the final, no, at the Thursday night performance of Carmen, we had three performances. This is in Myrtle Beach, kind in of Myrtle Beach. Right. Yeah, it was Myrtle Beach High School where the performing hmm. performance was. Um, Isn't that a sad thing about theaters? That's the best theater in town. It's the high school, yeah. For a professional company to rent is often the high school theater. Yeah, I actually heard that the uh, Knoxville Catholic High School here has a beautiful... Oh, I've been. Have you? Yeah, Yeah, of course I've been. With like a beautiful... Come on, Catherine, please. Uh, of course I've been. Of course. It's the well, same what am I asking? <laughs> You've been everywhere. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's Catholic. Catholic. That's know, the hint yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, oh, there's a... I don't know if it's too soon to spill the beans, but we're hoping that um, Catholic High's theater department and their, their acting troupe at the St. Gregory the Great Auditorium uh, will be involved in the Secret City Improv Fest. Nice. And uh, the guy who runs the Secret City Improv Fest is yeah. asking me, he, I helped him get in touch with Catholics, just Majors Rankin. Okay. Um, yes, who, yes, yes. Who runs the theater mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. So they're working that out, and I may even um, stop by. So you have by her email? Because I need that. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I may even drop by and um, and help that coach that team to get ready for the Secret City Improv Fest September 30th and October 1st at the Historic Grove Theater in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And when you uh, buy your Secret City Improv Festival tickets, use the promo code FRANK to get a discount. <laughs> That's F-R-A-N-K. I think... Um, <laughs> 
I'll put the link in the in the description because I don't know it off the top of my head. The ticket, you know, whatever etix he's using, but yeah, you can get I think twenty percent off with my name. Nice. Hello. Nice. So you need a theater. You were in Myrtle Beach. You got deja vu. Look at me. I'm, I'm keeping up. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Myrtle Beach High School, and all of a sudden, you've got this strange feeling that you've done all this before. Yes. So I'm, it's at the end of the performance. I've been backstage. I've given, or maybe I was during the middle. I can't remember. But I walked out um, backstage, and there were some violinists there who I knew. Who Aha! From first sign of deja vu. <laughs> and that wasn't it, though. So oh, I was no? like, I was like right. hey, hi, how are y'all? And I well, said- turned the corner. The violinist you knew? Is that yes. what you just said? Yes. Okay, but you, you don't, you're not new from... I knew from Knoxville. Oh, and they're also working in Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, Beach on this production. Yeah, there are a bunch of Knoxville people there, which was really fun. That's Well, that helps get deja vu right there. Possibly, right. yeah. So then I turned the corner, and one of the Mikaelas who had performed that night, she's like, Catherine. Uh, slow down and explain that. That's a, a character, not Carmen, but the, like the other... The sweet girl who's trying to get Jose to come back and be with his mom. So a ca- And because it was yeah. learning, you're teaching this to some students, mixing them with professionals. Right. Uh, you double cast the roles like Triple you do. Cast. Oh, mm-hmm. so yeah. one of the Micaelas means there's three. There was three. Uh, this is on the second night. Right. And we've never worked together before or anything like that. So she calls my name. I turn around. And when I turned around, like the way the high school hallway was and where the violinists were and even this Micaela who I've never worked with before and who has not sung the role up until this night right? Oh. I had this huge sense of deja vu coming over, and I literally reached out for her and said, have we been here before? Have we had this conversation? Did we do this already? <laughs> dun, dun, dun! <laughs> and she's like looking at me like I'm crazy. And Well, you are. Yeah, I mean. I was like, maybe I dreamed it. Have like, maybe I had this in a dream. And I that's something also that I've been repeating when I've been having these deja vu Is moments, the dreams? Is that, like, maybe I dreamt this. So it also happened when I went right after the Copper Queen to Florida to visit my brothers. I think we talked about that at one point. Um, and I... Walked. That was the first day we arrived. My younger brother and his wife and daughter were already on the beach, and so James dropped me off to go find them. Yeah. So I walked down to the beach, and Noelle's coming out of the ocean, and she turns around, and she's like, Aunt Catherine! And then uh, my sister-in-law, Mary, turns around from her chair and is like, Hey, Catherine! And I said, Oh my gosh, have we been here before? Have we done this? Oh. I think I dreamed this exact moment, and we've never met on the beach ever. So clearly the answer is no, we haven't done this before. We haven't done this before, but (gasps) it was such a strong sensation that I actually felt as if it had really, really happened or I had dreamed it because it was that strong. I've looked up, I mean, Googled deja vu in the past, you know? So I don't know, I I don't remember the specifics of why deja vu occurs, but I do remember one theory, and this this is old theories, this has been around for a while. Have you heard this one? No. Is... That in the course of your day, your brain is so busy, for whatever reason, you actually black out for a moment. Right. Like a little yeah. epileptic seizure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To the point where your brain just resets. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like an analogous to, um, you know, the power in your house flashes, but comes right back on. Right. Enough to make the microwave clock need to be reset, but not enough to screw up everything else. Right. Exactly. All right? Yeah. So, and you're like, oh, what happened? Well... The feeling is that you're in this scenario, you have this reset button, some kind of a reboot, you know, whatever happens mm-hmm. in your brain, you get the uh, the iOS update, you know, <laughs> s- something happens, right. and then when you come back to it, your current 
memory, your current experience, doesn't connect to the short-term memory from five minutes ago, it tricks your brain is tricked into thinking it's a longer-term stored memory from you know much longer ago, and you think I've been here before, I've done this before. Even if it was just five seconds earlier, yeah. your brain thinks that, that there's more time, right? Because of that that reset. Now I'm talking out my rear on this because that was an article I read sure a long time ago, but it made sense to me, so I stopped researching it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it kind of makes sense. I, I've researched it a little bit, and it's they still talk about that same kind of oh, do they? thing happening, but now they call them little uh, seizures. <gasps> so, I don't know. Maybe I should get it checked out. They also It also says that it's common for people before 25 oh, then to, you have have to worry these. About it. Exactly. <laughs> so, way out of the... Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> But that if they do ramp up it, as you get older, that it's maybe a problem. So I think it's completely fine. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, what does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe there needs to be a deja vu opera. Yeah. It's got uh, three acts, and they're all called Act One. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the same show. Except each slightly time. different each time. <laughs> I love that. Just enough to make you go, just, wait like, a minute. Just change like a, like a slight bit of the costume. Yeah. You know, or, or swap out, you know, have three Michaelas and one in each act and don't tell anybody. Yes. <laughs> and they all have the same wig on. Yes. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> the opera. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Oh, oh, I like, I like talking fun. about bold, bold stuff. Like, uh, it just amuses me. Everything, everything can be an opera, you know. Everything can be. Yeah, everything is. Well, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, let's uh, let's break here and uh, and have you come back and do another show because sounds good. Um, this this I probably have to go pick some figs. Uh, oh, I can't wait to hear more about the figs. I've, well, we did a whole episode about the figs with uh, with Abby the other day, and it was good. I mean, I'm just saying that I've got a little bit of fig exhaustion. Yeah, um, which is my own fault you know my wife was trying to tell me we went to your movie screen or our movie screening because my wife and i are in it also the of tosca and i didn't pick figs because i ran out of time mm. um, i thought the movie was going to start like at a normal time like 7 right. 30 yeah, and my I wife know. says it's like it starts at six i'm like <laughs> that's what i wanted the effect to be for <laughs> so i had to shower <laughs> and get dressed and get changed and i'm like well, i didn't pick I've been doing every other thing. I've been cleaning the pool. I've been doing the radio show. I've been... <laughs> okay. So I missed a fig day, and I'm, oh, it makes no. me makes me anxious. Anxious, yeah. Because it means that there's there's just exploding figs on the tree and birds mm. and uh, anyway. So I so I'll go pick figs, and you'll come back uh, for another show for the Tuesday episode. And Sounds I appreciate good. you. Awesome. It's All great right. To be here. Uh, don't forget to go to audibletrialcom show so that you can experience all the joys of a premier membership in Audible for one month for free and see how you like it. Premier members, you know, um, do get a free download or included in the membership an MP3 download every month, a credit for one. Uh, you can bank them and get the larger items that require multiple. It's like uh, tickets at the at the circus or at the fair, you know. Some things, some rides are three tickets, some rides are one. Well, you can bank your MP3 credits and save them or uh, spend them one at a month, whatever you're going to do. But certainly during that free month, you get one, and I say spend it right away. So you can keep it forever. Keep that MP3 forever or go on with the streaming like so many of our recent guests have been doing. Jeff Detro loves Audible talking about it. Abby McCullough. Um, is all into it because nice. of that found time right? of being able... And Jeff had the best idea. He said he went back and listened to a classic of young adult literature, The Yearling. Okay. That a book you'd read, you know... Um, I, I mean, actually, as you and your husband 
we're having a discussion with my wife and me the other night about how those old literature classics are, are not really known anymore. Right, but of course. But for someone, you know, like he's retired, so someone his age, he's like, yeah, I remember The Yearling. Everyone read The Yearling when I was in you know, eighth grade. He listened to the audiobook version of it. He said oh, it felt like so fun. He felt like he was being warmly tucked in at night. That's great. To find a classic book from his youth. Yeah. And it brought back great memories as a way to, you know, split up. And Abby says she's got like seven, eight, nice. nine books open at one time. Depending on her mood, she switches back and that's forth. That's nice. So. Like, I imagine that, I mean, my mother used to read to me when I was young and to fall asleep. Like, so to listen to like an old classic, that would be great. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Yeah, fantastic. So audibletrial.com slash show, And when you uh, head over to our website, we've got our merchandise, we've got our cups. I've been trying to make new things, but I've been struggling with the design on the, the website. It's just, so I'm trying to make a wraparound t-shirt. And nice. they've got some new items nice. that I'm trying to activate. I don't want to spoil it yet because I have, I've been unsuccessful. It's my fault. But and stay tuned because they're going to be there. Yeah, but I think they're cool things, and I need yeah. to get them on there. So uh, the drinkware, of course, uh, the luxurious beach towel that everyone loves. Cell phone cases. Have you got yours? Still, it's, yeah. Out of reach? I do. It's out okay. of reach. All right. Well, that's It's nice. fabulous. Because you're so busy nowadays, it was nice of you to leave it out of reach. <laughs> yeah. Then no one can contact me right now. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious how many angry emails she's received. In this amount of yeah, time. During the yeah. past, uh, you know, 37 minutes. Probably a lot. <laughs> So it's time for figs, and it's time for angry emails. All right. (laughs) It is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Freedy. And we'll talk to you again next time.